0: Okay, let's get into Parshas Maseh, Tavshin Ayintes. Uh, This is the Parsha. this is the week of Achdus, as we know. Uh, This week uh, in Chutz La'aretz, they do a double Parsha, Matos Maseh and Eretz Yisrael, just Maseh. And we all come together after four months of having been separated. But again, the Torah is Ma'achid, the Torah is always Ma'achid. And here we go, Parshas Maseh, Tavshin Ayintes. And we focus on the first word, uh, second word of the Parsha, and the name of the Parsha. as we call it, Parshas Maseh. As the Baba Rebbe always notes, the name that we, that Am Yisrael, call it, has some type of significance, even though it's not in the Chazal, it's not in, in uh, the Midrashim in terms of what we call the names, right? Just the Midrashim have the names of the Svarim, but we call the names, we call them Matos, we call them Masay. So what's the message of Masay? And he notes, uh, even with a question, the first Pasik says, These are the Masos, Ela Masay bin Yisrael, Asher Yatsu Me'eretz Mitzrayim, When they went out, they went out of Mitzrayim, let's say Osam. Based on their orders, beyond Moshe and ask Asked the Labavitcher Rebbe, these are the Masos. Only the first one was out of Mitzrayim. So, what does it mean that these are all the Masos Hashiyatzu? Meaning, in the process of leaving Mitzrayim after they left Mitzrayim, is that how we should understand it? Because really, only the first one was from Mitzrayim. <coughs> they went from Mitzrayim and um, they went to uh, Ramses and Sukkos, and but only the first one. So why is it all called Yetzel Meretz and why is that the name of the Parsha? Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe there in source number one, it is a problem that we all suffer from in one form or another, complacency. Not because we are lazy or shy away or shy away from work, but simply because any genuine accomplishment brings a sense of satisfaction, and that naturally leads a person towards complacency. Right. Even if somebody is a person who always strives and always wants more and is always uh, someone who only feels good when they accomplish different types of personalities. There are those that are accomplishers that if they have five things to do, they're not going to feel good unless they accomplish all of it. But let's say when we do all those five things, then we relax a little bit that it's natural for us to take a little break. And says "Labavitch, Rebbe, recall for a moment, the last time you set yourself an ambitious goal and then worked hard to achieve it. You put yourself under tremendous pressure, imposed restrictions on yourself, constantly grappling with self-taught, you went to push, you pushed it, you pushed it, you, uh, you didn't sleep at night, you got it covered, and finally when it was done, a sense of relief, satisfaction and freedom. At last, now I could breathe, now I could rest, now I could relax. And the question is, at that very moment, do we feel that we want another project? Do we feel that we want another uh, stage and another uh, hasaga to put in front of us? That's how we have to feel. Because that's what life's about. And that's Parsha's Masay. The Parsha of always traveling, always moving. Our Parsha, top right, teaches an inspiring message about the need to re-inspire ourselves with continuous growth spurts. We think we have a growth spurt only when we're at a certain age. And some people have their growth spurt earlier and growth spurt later. Life has to be one big growth spurt. We have to have growth spurts continuously over and over again, whenever we can. That is what we need to uh, condition ourselves to do. And that is why it says they left Mitzrayim, you have 40 masos, leaving Mitzrayim, because we each have to go out of after the physical Mitzrayim, but then the Mitzrayim, our borders, our limits. Now, to be precise, only the first of the 42 journeys listed here was actually a journey out of the geographical border of Egypt. The remainder was wandering in the desert. So what are the Masoos out of Egypt? The answer is there's another Egypt. Because whenever we get to a certain level, at a certain Asaga, there's another Mitzrayim in front of us. And there's another Mitzrayim. We have to keep jumping over those, those, those uh, jumps that we have that are set up in front of us for us to achieve. There is simply no limit to how much we can achieve with dedicated effort and simple faith. We may have camped after our prior journey, but we must prepare straight away to journey again. Leaving the previous Mitzrayim and going to the next day. So Eila Masay. Masay. is our life. Masi has to be our life from Masa to Masa. And if we think about this right now, what have we done? What do I want my next Masa to be? Every one of us, as we sit here in the middle of the summer, we have to think, what do I want to accomplish before Rosh Chodesh Elul? We still have more than a month, a few days more than a month. What do I want to accomplish before Rosh Hashanah? What can I put as my goal? In terms of a midah, in terms of a limud, in terms of a mitzvah, whatever it is, that's what it means to be one of Am Yisrael with all the Masaos that we, that we go through. Good. Continuing a, th- a similar thought, again, it relates directly, but it's uh, a different focus and different questions. Thinking about the order of these two parshios, Matos and mase. Matos we know, that, and that Matos spoke about, all about Reuben, God, and Chatzishev and Manasha. They come to Moshe Rabbeinu, they want to stay, Moshe gets very angry, Moshe makes a deal with them, until finally they come to a pshara. They're going to build, they're going to leave their uh, wife and children and animals, and then they're going to go ahead and then they'll go back afterwards. And that was the deal. So that was, has to do, that whole story has to do with the Nakhla of Amisrael, Splitting up of the land and some Shvatim that are going to get on the east side of the Jordan. Then we get into the beginning of our Parsha, which are the travelings. The Masos of Am Yisrael, the 42 places where they encamped and they traveled. After, back to rules and instructions about Nakhla. Hashem says to Moshe Barboz Moav in pe- the Paraglam and Gimel at the end. T'haber v'nei Yisrael. V'ho rashem es yoshvei kol yoshvei arz v'b'neichem. she drive them out. V'yibad tem es ma'akom aski osom. Get rid of all the eravot azorah. V'ho rashem es arz yishav right? The source for Yishav Eretz according to the Ramban. Kilochem nasati azor z'or et Go in, split it up, and if not, they're going to cause problems for you. And then the actual borders are mentioned. The borders of what we're going to conquer. And then we get into Miklat, which is also a hemshech of the Nachla. These are the cities, six of them are uh, the Leviim, and with the 42 Leviim. So what it all has to do with Nachla. The question is, why in the middle of this discussion of Nachla, starting with the end of Matos, the two and a half Shvatim, then we have the Masaos, and then we're back to Nahla. Either put the Masoas beforehand, put the Masoas afterwards. The traveling description shouldn't be in the middle of the discussion of the Nachalos. That is question one. Question two, and this is asked by the Simon Labanim, as we had uh, him a couple of weeks ago also from Rav Kashtiel, he discusses the Hemshech of these of the Tzukim, what is the, what is the message. And continues uh the similar bottom of kashdiel line 14 he talks about we know we have in Parshas massey we have the 42 masos and the 42 are levium isn't it a coincidence 42 42. he quotes from the shla and the Klayakar. they both greats from prague uh ala kesher miss Merkazim of the connection between the two major topics in this week's parsha, Rishim HaMasos, 42, V'Arei Levim. Arboa Mushtaim, Arei Levim, K'neged Arboa Mushtaim, Masos, She'obur Yisroh Bamidbar. Arboa Mushtaim, Yir, K'neged Arboa Mushtaim, Ch'anayos, She'yisroh Chanu Bahem. So what exactly is the message of the 42 and the message of the Arei Levim and the Masos themselves? Turning the page for a moment. HaLavim, Lomakam, Achuzab Eretz Yisrael. If you think about it, the Leviim, they didn't get a portion in Eretz Yisrael. They got cities dotted all over the land. They don't have a full achiza in the land like all the other Shvatim. From a certain perspective, we could say that the Leviim, yes, of course, they're in Eretz Yisrael. But they're not in Eretz Yisrael in terms of the Ahuza of Eretz Yisrael as much as the other Shvatim. A little bit like a ger. You look around, all the land around you belongs to other shvatim. Who am I? I have this city. I have this, uh, one of the Ari Levium. The Levium symbolized to the nation a section of the nation that doesn't feel at home. That feels like it's still maybe traveling, not settled. Yes, of course there's a connection and we give the Leviyim, uh much of the, uh, many of the Matanos, just like the Aniim and others, but Legabi Leviyim explains the Simen Levanim, One might look at it as if the Masos never stops for Levi. All the Ars of Yisrael had the 42 Masos, then they come in and they settle in the land the 42 Masos for the Levium turned into the 42 cities, which is somewhat continuation, the same element of a Masa. Because you don't have kfius. They live there, they're not going anywhere, but it's still a city, it's not a Nachla. Membeis Masos and Membeis are a El Madua, what's the symbolism here? What's the symbolism? So says the Simen Labraden, Sheva Levi reminds us that even when we feel like we have permanence, and we feel like we're living in our land, and everyone has their own portion, Hamasa Otam, we haven't finished traveling. We haven't finished the journey. There is always movement. Adayin There is always need for movement. Ruchanit, musarit, ishi, spiritual, ethical, personal, national. You know why the Levi'im don't get a portion and they're in cities? They have to be somewhere. But they don't have a Nachlah with a feeling of permanence as much as the others? Because they're the symbol for all of us. That we always have to be. Right? The Levim are our leaders. We always have to mimic them in terms of the Hashkaf ola The idea of never settling. Never saying, I'm done, I'm here, I'm finished. No. The number 42 explains the Sima We find always refers to transition and movement. Transitions in our life. Transitions are never easy. Any type of transition. Moving to where, from one place to another to live. Moving jobs. Moving schools. Any transition. Moving stages of life. It's never easy. And that's what 42 symbolizes. It symbolizes. It's hard to get up after we live somewhere whenever the Anan got up and went, 42 symbolizes the movements and the transitions that we had from place to place. We never knew beforehand when it was gonna happen. the Am was told keep going. at The Masos weren't based on well, whatever we were comfortable with. We want to stay here. No, no, Kodashparakh was in charge. So the physical movements in the desert were symbolized by the number 42 and they weren't easy. Emotional transitions. It's hard to break out of habits. It's very hard. He quotes the Tana Eloki. He wrote a tefillah that we all know 42 words. Anabakoach. has seven lines. And six letters in each line. Zutfilah shel ma'avar shel Masa. Why 42 it's a prayer that we say at transitionary times in our life. Yesh no'agim lo'omra b'ma'avar b'in layel al-yom b'tefilah shachmer. Some say it in the morning, when it's a new day, on the B'koach, right? It's in Karbanos. Bin ma'avar b'in Kodesh, ha'kodesh, b'kavol When does Klai Yisrael say it? On the B'koach? Friday night, right before the Chadodi. The ma'avar from weekday to Shabbos. When else does it come up? Sa Saomer. In the of Svirah, it's even quoted there and there's a different word that relates to all of them and then they add on, some Sidor add on another seven words to make it 49. But these are all transitions. Day and night, Shabbos and Chol, Pesach to Shavuos, as we know, is a Ma'avar. Yesh Sameh. Some say it at a Lavaya, Bezol Olamos. A transition to the next world. Some say it, Kriyash Malamita. Not only in the morning, but the three pages, different paragraphs put together. Anabakoach is in there. Tfilah The way that we daven, that Hashem should help me be successful in my transition, is this tefilah of 42. Like the masos, 42. Like the Levim who kept the masos going. Ki shal'anu masaa shal hanashama. That's what it's about. And if we continue even to the end of the parsha, and that that is why, just uh, as he as he uh, noted, that we have the masos right in the middle of the nachlas, because the nachlas shouldn't mean the end. Even when we're getting nachla, we're moving and it's continuing, as we said from the Lubavitcher Rebbe earlier. Har parsha and he continues now on the bottom of page two. A rotsayach mishkaga, hakol meori miklad, a murderer. An accidental murderer who goes to an near miklat, which are all Ari Leviim. Not only do the Leviim feel like they're in Gaulas, obviously the 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 galad the rotsayach uh, peshogei kam kan in the dudim kapara. Somebody who was killed b'shkaga whatever it was, it was some type of negligence, some type of rashlanut, uh, whatever it is. But still, he has to he has to break habits. That's the message. Whatever he did, hashigra mavchita sumasalev. The shigra, the habitual, what we're used to, the rote, lessens our focus. Ube kach bishogeg amnam. zado kavan ezado Wasn't ones? Ones would be pater. It shogeg. Hagolus vatsnuah shenixeres mimenah mas kirut kamachashav loli hekana lashigra. The golus and the movement that he has to do, he has to move to the ear miklad. He has to feel that he's not home. That's to help him break the shigra in life. You have to have a shinui. you have to go and change and always be constantly moving. And that's the message of masos and that's the message of life. Life is not a settlement, life is a movement. And that's what we always have to recognize. Okay, moving right along... Source number four. Parsha starts off, again, Major, the Parsha is all about Masos. That's what all of our thoughts are going to be about, the Masos or the Nachla. That's what we're focusing on. The Parsha starts off in Baraglam and Gimel. Pasik Bays, It seems to be a very verbose pasik. These are the Masos. Ela b'nei Yisrael, she yosu me'er, as-misrayim, l'tsiv o'sambi on Moshe v'yaron. Moshe, and Moshe wrote them all down. Vayichto Moshe es motza e'hem lamasehem. Moshe wrote down the Mozo where they came from, Lim Mas where they're going, Al pi Hashem ve'elam, Asiela And then we flipped it, it's Mozo Eihem, Asiela Mozo But either way, what is this passage telling me? What it just right We the Moshe, Moshe wrote it down. What exactly is the message of this uh very, seems to be very wordy passage? We used to about the Kleyakra a number of years ago, but tonight we're going to go on to, down a different path. In the Eil HaDvarim, in the Eil HaDvarim, Rav Shleziger, Says the after quoting, you know, the Rashi and the Rambam and the Ramban, all the different uh, deos about why the masos are listed. So he writes on line fourteen. Ulam nira lo Let me give another idea here of the masos. Biyoseh, os One of the greatest miracles ever in the history of mankind. One of the greatest miracles is obviously there are many miracles. Who many many. Uh, Discoveries, maybe in many inventions, but in lemais in life, what is one of the greatest miracles? shel amkatan, am shenirdaf bain haumos. An am that survived, a small am, an am that was subjugated, am Ekdu al mokad An am that was shechted, an am that was killed, that was forced to have akeda after akeda. An arm that has to fight for its very survival. No other nation in the history of the world has had so much anti against it in world history. Right? This arm that has to fight. Right? No other nation had to go through this. No other nation. Kilohayu, although Nisshar said Perla that if there was a nation that was ever victimized, they're not around anymore. There's nothing left of them. Zos Od Zekor v'apayim shana. Also, it's been almost two thousand years since Churban Bayisheni. V'chal Hashanim Amison amisol metzabo umadel guula. Vinya beisamachira. We're continuing our yearning. Call Hashanim alalu over amisol nisyonos. Throughout these years, we go through to Sionos that nobody should ever know about. Midbar, Eish, Mayim. And yet, we don't give up. We don't give up. We get even stronger. And he quotes the Rav Zanimamin. Im Right, even though, even though he delays, right, the briskarub has been dying, just parenthetically, in this Lashon. Now, why is it that we don't have Afal by other animamins, right? This is the only one. I believe that, that Mishiach is coming and even though he delays, I still, I hope for it. W- but there could have been other afalpis, right? Animamim, that Hashem is give schar onesh, And even though they're sadik Varal l'resham v'tovlu, I don't understand it. Kamash malan. still I, I believe. animamin that Hashem doesn't have a body. And even though Psukim seem to describe Hashem with a body and a finger and a nose, afalpi, I believe otherwise. So there could have been other aphelpies, so why dafka here? Is this the only one? So explain the risk of It's not an p with a havamina otherwise. It's just two elements of the emunah in Mashiach. Animamin, the shalema, that Mashiach is coming, number one. And number two, animamin, that I hope for it every day. And I don't give up that hope. Achakelo b'chol yom shayavo, which is something deeper, and not just, you can know that it's going to come, but you're not into you hope. That's not a came of Sephisla Yeshua. It's basically Yeshua means you want it and you yearn for it and you hope for it. Okay, but back to what we're talking about. Says the Eilat Dvarim, this idea that we have an Am that was so persecuted but still held tenaciously to its beliefs and doesn't want to give up, that does not make sense in pure logic. Elohim Dvarim, how is this possible? Ulam, look Amik Bedvarim. How is it that we survived? Right? Rav Yaakov Emden said it. Lahav Mark Twain said it. Everybody said the greatest miracle is the Jewish people. says the El though there are three secret ingredients. Three secret ingredients that we have and that is how we survived. Hatnai Harishon, The first Tanai. Go back a line. 27. Ulam Tipsa Three things. Hatanai Harishon, ha talui Number 1 we remember where we came from. We always relate back every filo we start off with. Loke Avram, eloke Yisrael, eloke Yaakov. We know where we came from. Umoza ohu meha obos hakadosh. Shamu shoresh umi shamakoah. Fikalo nafim gedele mi shoresh We remember our roots. We remember our obos and imahos. Number 2 tnai shani hu hayud. Not only do we remember our history, we yearn and acknowledge our destiny. A place where we're yearning for, where we dream of. Whatever the process is, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're looking forward towards it. We know there is a yield and we believe in the yield and we yearn for the yield. So number one is where we came from. Number two is where we're going. And we need all of these to survive. We always have to remember where we came from and connect to it. We always have to remember and acknowledge where we're going to and connect to it. And finally, if we have the two poles, It's the halicha between these two poles. The play the, the connection between the source and the destiny. If we connect the two with Avonis Hashem, then, so then we can, we can survive with it. If the two poles are not connected spiritually, it doesn't matter what we remember, and we were going to because the Kesher is faulty. These are the three things that we have to remember that has helped us get through all of these, all of these years of, of Tzarus says the Elah HaDvarim, if we understand this now, then we can get back to the beginning of our Parsha. Right? If we remember and recognize that the greatest miracle in the world is the existence of Am Yisrael, But it all comes from the fact that we remember the source, we remember the destiny, we remember the process going through. It has to be Al Derech Hashem. So now we remember the beginning, the first Pasach, that describes the second one of the Parsha, Vayikhto Moshe Es Al Pi those are three things. There are the three Tzanaim right there staring at us in the face. We remember where we came from. That's the source of where we're going to. That's the process. That's the process. The Masaos happen, and that's the goal, and that flows from the source. When there's a motza going to the Masa, what well, we know, as Balak even, Bilam noted it in the Parsha's Balak. He saw that we look backwards, and we know what we're building on. Ani mistakel, Rashi quotes there, Bereshisam, Betchila Shorshehem. Ani roeu sam you sadim the chazakim kitsurim ukvaotalo de I know I'm looking back. I recognize that I'm built on my past. I'm built on my past. I can't do it alone. And that's why at the end of the Pasik we have the Yud, Vela Masihemotsu'ihem. So we have the Yud, Erischemda Tovah, Shirasizam and Khatala Voseinu, the goal. It is all A Piashem, Apiashem Yachab, Apia Shem that is the Yasod. These forty-two Masos. We know where we came from, we know where we're going to, and we know the process. We might even say, right, that's the Pshat of the Mishnah Perkyavos. On a personal level. We do the source. And he says finally on the top of the next page, right? We know where we came from, we know where we came to. We have to now continue through the gullus of al Hashem. We haven't been zochet to the full hit kashmut. So many Jews that aren't Al-Pi Hashem, we have to do what we can to try to bring them close, to try to bring them to the al Try Hashem, try to have them recognize where they, where they came from. I heard recently a story that uh, somebody showed me, that somebody once came to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, getting back to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and said he started a, um, a beginner's minion in the shul. And it's for Jews with a very little very little Jewish background. And the Rebbe got very upset by that Lasha. He says, why? He says, no Jewish background. Avram, Yisrael, Every Jew has Jewish background. He might not be aware of the background. But every Jew has Jewish background. The Avos and the Imahos. That's the Motzah. That's the Motzah Ehem hamla We might not know. They might not be aware of it. But that's our job to make them more, more aware of it in that way. Okay. Further on in the parsha we have the nachlas. The nachlas of Eretz Yisrael, the borders after the masos are listed. Paraglamadalin by Adaber Hashem al-Moshe limar. b'nei Yisrael, Command b'nei Yisrael, tell them, ki atem when you come to Eretz Kenan, Zosa sa'aretz Asher tipol lochem Eretz Kanan L'Gvud This is the land that will fall to you as a nachala as a heritage Eretz Kanan L'Gvud and then the psukim uh, go through all the borders with Rashi explaining it also fine the question is what should this pasuk say? what would have been maybe a, a, a more straightforward what we would have expected Talbani Israel, you're going to, go to Eretz Canaan be Moorish this land right this land split up this land doesn't even tell them to do anything here. It says, "Tell them this land will fall to you." Focus being the land and not the Jews. An you know, unusual lashon t'sav is Usually, that is followed by do something t'sav. <speaking in Hebrew> and here, <speaking in Hebrew> when you come, <speaking in Hebrew> like the focus is the aris. the focus is in the B'nai yisrael. So, and then it goes through the whole description. And then at the end it's repeated, Yud So there it already says, you know, what, um, what they should be doing. You should be tits through the Gaal. Go- Fine. But in the first Pasik, the focus is not that. The focus is the land itself. So, says the Im Smecha in source number 6. The Medrash tells us on this Pasik. A king had servants, male and female. So he started getting them all married. To and what did he do? He got females from a different country to marry his Avadim, and he got males from other lands to marry his Shvachos. Then all of a sudden he thinks to himself, he says, What am I doing? What am I doing? Amr, he says, the males and the females are both mine. Why am I getting them matches and mates from other countries? Let me just take my avadim and marry them to my shvachas. Sheli l'sheli says the medrash. Eretz Yisrael is mine. Sheneh mar li haaretz, l'shem haaretz u'meloah. The Lamb belongs to me. And Yisrael, Shali. The Jewish people are mine. Yisrael avadim laavdi. Sh'ali Why am I going out to make other matches? Eret Yisrael. B'nei Yisrael, I'll put them together. And that's the pasik of Zos Haaretz. Sh'atipo So what exactly is the message of this madrash? And what is it doing on this pasach? So says the ema HaVon HaSmeichah. the wouldn't it be been a better Pasuk we quote a Pasuk? What's the Pasuk that's quoted? V'Yisrael Shali, Kili B'nei Yisrael Avadim? Why don't we quote the Pasuk in, by Ma'am and Har Sinai? V'Atem T'Yuli Mamleches Konim, V'Gay Kadosh. Isn't that a more royal Pasuk? Mamleches Konim, Gay Kadosh. Why, dafka does it say, Kili B'nei Yisrael Avadim? Why is that a more appropriate Pasuk? So explains the Eim Ha'vanim Smeicha. Well, maybe the Pasuk is bothered the medrash is bothered by the question that we started off with. <laughs> it sounds like it's something about the land, not even about what we're supposed to do. So what is it? <laughs> What's the message? So it explains the ema banim Well, let's think about it for a minute. Where dafka. The med- the of the medrash is dafka talking about Avadim, not talking about banim. Why is that? If there was a son, if there was a Ben, fine, he would have no Hava Mina to go outside and marry to those who we didn't know. No, it would be from within. By Avadim and Shvachos, maybe the Kiddush of the Medrushes, maybe he wouldn't be so mocked about Avadim and Shvachos. Maybe they, Avadim and Shvachos to Alma, says the Medrush, no, 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 even Avadim and Shvachos, the king wants to keep within. What's the nimshal? When B'nai Israel are on the highest of levels, when their are banim atem la'shem alokeichem, then maybe you could understand easier. Eret Israel, the chosen land, the chosen people, what a match, a perfect match. Devadai b'zmachi Yisrael osim r'toroshal makom, v'noagim kishura v'charoi, v'avim banim la'makom, lo ha'yis ha'shem hava minah, sh'lo ha'yot lohem tihiyah ha'aretz. Then it's invehagefen benvehagefen is beautiful. But, but when we're not on that highest level and we're on the level of Avadim. So when we're Avadim, maybe we would have thought that we're not zoche Why? Hayu Yichol line 23. Maybe when we're Avadim, we're not on the highest level. Hashem won't care so much. Hashem won't focus. Kamashal in the Medrash says, even when they're Avadim, that's where that Pasik is quoted. Even when they're Avadim, I want that to be Shali Bishali with Eretz Yisrael. Shegam Afilu Yisrael Israel Avaim Rakhidez Avadim. She Nosim shomakom, Even in that place. Mutavla siya saarets, Shali Bishali. And that's the mashal of Dafka. The Pasak is quoted of Avadim. And that is the message of the Medrash. But now, just one last point. What does this have to do with our Pasuk, that does answer the original question, if B'nai Yisrael are always connected to Eretz Yisrael, no matter their behavior, no matter if they're not B'anim, but they're avadim, you know what that t- teaches us? It's about the land crying out for its match, for its pair. It's not about just our getting something, but the land itself is screaming out for its zug. I doesn't say a khalu that you shall get. And if it's the arit screaming for its children to come back, so then it could, that's the focus of the of that pasuk. And that's why Davka focuses on the land, and that's why the Medris focuses on Avadim, because Eretz Yisrael is for Am Yisrael, no matter the level of Am Yisrael. There's always a connection. Yes, we went into Golis when we rejected it originally, but we don't have to be Sadikim Gemurin to be Zoha to get it back. And that's what he says at the end. It doesn't mean that Eretz Yisrael is not something that's going to be connected to them. And therefore, Eretz Yisrael is for every single Jew in the world. Every single Jew has that connection, ultimately, to be fulfilled. Moving right along to a related thought, again, a separate idea, but it definitely connects and continues uh, the idea that the Ema Wadah just mentioned. And this is from Rav Yerucham. Perak Hey, Yud Aleph. Yud Aleph, now we get into the halachas of Ir Miklot, uh and Roteach Meshogig. As we alluded to earlier. Hashem says to Moshe to set aside these lands. And the Rotzeach who killed Bishkaga should run there. Right? There are laws of protection for a Maka Nevesh Bishkaga. We put up signs so that they could get there quickly. His Hira HaTorah says Rabbi Yeruchim in the Das Torah. We have to do our best to be native to brios, even murderers. We have to take care of them. And Moshe Rabbeinu, as we know the Gemara tells us in Makkas Dafyud, set aside three of the six Ari Miklut, even though they wouldn't be relevant or effective at that point. But it's a mitzvah. What does he say? Mitzvah. Mitzvah. And it says there, We want to protect them. We have a love and a feeling and a connection even for these Rotschem What do you see from Rav Ruchim? From this Halacha, from all of these Halachas. Like the other ones, you have to send the Rebbe there. You have to make sure he's comfortable. Mitzvah It doesn't matter which shoe you're talking about. There's a Mitzvah to help Jews out. V'ga obviously people have to tshuva and obviously he has to go to the er and he has to get kapara. V'ga even v'meze we know the and seder tells us we have to do what we can to try to get him off to be mechappes aschus for him. how foolish are people says Rav Yeruchim. Shekisha yiru eze adam over avera mit gabrim what what happens? What kind of sinas has been going on in our generation? We see somebody who's not like us. We see somebody who doesn't have Veira. And what do we do? We start hating them. We don't. We don't. We don't feel nebuch. Let me help him. That's not the reaction that we have sometimes. So say, let me try to get him up. No, we're like, who is he? Like 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 impure. Get away from me. I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to help him out. Lo says, Rev Yeruchim, that's not the Torah attitude. The Torah attitude is you don't take care of people in need, even if they're sinners. And therefore, we have to do what we can to focus. And he even says, which is so true. And sometimes we get so upset about somebody who's, who's faulty in a certain area of Avodah Hashem. Ube very often, when a person, you know, sets themselves and focuses on one inyan. They focus on Kashras, they focus on Shabbos, they focus on, on anything. And they see someone who is who is less uh, halachic than them, even if it's true, which sometimes it isn't. Even if it's true, they see somebody who is less halachic than them, what do they do? What is very often the case if somebody is strong in one area? Mishra Pahubinyan Acher. There's another area where they are not so strong. Sometimes people who are focused and committed to the Torah are unbelievable. They're not so nice to fellow Jews. And somebody can be an unbelievable learner and kove in la Torah, but they can't communicate properly. And they're not nice to. They're they're not Ki dalu. suddenly we don't we're, we're human beings. We're faulty. We can't, it's not an excuse. It's understandable sometimes, but not excusable. Because each one, if we're doing it, should be affecting the other side too. But So number one, we have to make sure that if we view anybody as a sinner, that's not a reason to have negative feeling towards them, towards their actions, yes, but not towards them. And number two, we have to be wary of the danger of if we ever focus on one area in our Avodah Hashem that there's not another area of Avodah Hashem that is getting stepped on. And I gave you in the source number nine where by Simon Rice and one of his farm in the name of Repirichas Friedman, the uh, Rosh, uh, Rosh kol in, in, um, in Bells, on the Pasik, unbelievable thought. Lo evan the Pasik at the end of the Torah, towards the end, uh, you shouldn't have in your pockets in your in your house, stones, weights, gadola uktana. So you what know, the Pasha says, if you have a larger one, a smaller one, you're going to trick people. And uh, people are going to, you're going to lie, and you're going to put a heavier one here and a and a lighter one there. Lo yelcha, that shouldn't be in your kiss. Even gedola uktana. Sheva luchos, two avanim. We each have two luchos. Don't make one evan bigger than the other one. Shabaluchos Yesh Evan Achash Adam Amakum. In the Luchos, we know there is one heaven that's been Adam Lamakam. Vyeshabachdiash al Machavero. On the second left one is bin Adam Khavero. The Yeshaosim Ebenachas Kadola. There are those that make one heaven bigger than the other. Sharach Samim Lev almisas bin Adam Mamakum. There are those that focus on they're unbelievable. They leave a lot to be wanting. And some just the opposite. Everything. I love my friend. I love my, my people. And I'm great at Adam Khabero. But to do what I have to do between me and Akarish Barchu maktinemes bin says the torah lo even don't have one big and one small rather they should be shave they should be equal should be balanced and if we're balanced, then very often, getting back to Rav Yeruchim, that could save us. That could save us from looking down upon people. Because we know we have a lot to work on in many different areas. So if we ever see someone who's Chote, it wouldn't be looking down, but it would be looking across and maybe even trying to lift up. That is what it's about. Our parsha teaches us even in Rotseach uh, Bishogeg, even Rotseach amazing, but even Rotseach Bishogeg is someone who we care about and we try to take care of as much as we can. Good. Related to this, what we just said, I guess everything is related one to the other, even though they're separate ideas. At the end of the Parsha, we have what Rav Yeruchim just quoted. <speaking in> ha'eda <Spanish> ha'eda. Right? We always try to find zechuyos. We always try to find uh, what we can to help out the uh, even the murderer b'mezid. And that's the Pasuk Lamed hei, chaf dalit and chaf hei. vishavtu waeda bein amaka bein gol adam mishpati veila vitzilu waeda adam right when we dash in from there they always look for hatsala the Sanhedrin of twenty three should always try to be matziel, and innocent until proven guilty that is what our motto our motto is so in Kodesh Shabbos Oni they quoted a beautiful story from one of the rabbis Rabbi Yechonai Makarv Beso. Es Hamon Am Pashut, there one Rebbe that always had the simple Jews in his house. did He always showed such love for them, such love for Pashut and such love for simple Jews and Rebbe. So one of his Talmidim once came to him, one of his Chassidim. Why are you so? You have such love for all your fellow Jews, such love, such uh, such. Uh, you bring them in and you are them. There are so many Chesronos to borrow the language of the Gemara in an opposite way. They have so many chasronos. Says the Rebbe, I don't see chasronos. I see they're full of mitzvos, like a rimon. And the Talmud says, I don't see anything in these guys. I just see chatoyim. Okay, a few days later, the Rebbe the come, the the comes, the Rebbe, the Talmud comes in front of the Rebbe and shows him a tsar shalavanim tovo, she had seal a bit kaisek. to showed the Rebbe a bag of diamonds and, and beautiful stones that were given to him in a business deal. Evan Zu, the, the Chas, takes that one and shows it to the Rebbe. He says, This is unbelievable. This stone, how many carrots, how beautiful, how pure. And the Rebbe says, I don't see anything. I don't know. I don't see anything special. Says the Chassid. New Tov. B'Avanim Maven. By stones, you got to know. You got to know stones. You order to understand stones. Says the Rebbe. By Jews, you got to be a maven. For Yehudim, you have to be a maven to really know to understand them. B'Nei Avram, Yisrael, Yaakov, Sarech Maven. You can't just look on the outside. When it comes to Am Yisrael, we have to scratch beneath the surface. Right, everybody's different from each other at this time of year, especially. al Etzlan, Sin Aschinam. This time of year, we have to scratch beneath the surface. We're all different. Kishem, as the Mishnah says, just like the faces are different, so too the deos are different. Everybody thinks differently, but we have to somehow have that deep down love for each other, the respect. You could argue vehemently if somebody is wrong about a dea, but then afterwards recognize that it's just about his opinion and somehow separate that from who he is. And what he signifies as a fellow, as a fellow Jew. So it's crucial at this time of year. Maybe, maybe it's not coincidental that this parsha is always read the week before, the week and before Tishah during the three weeks when we're supposed to be focusing on each other. And even even Rozeach even roteich bamezid is zochet to our caring and are taken care of. Okay, just to end with the thought that we mentioned in past years. Uh, again, it'll be a little uh, shorter this uh, this week. Uh, says the. Uh, Torah, as we know, in Pasach Hav towards the end of the Sefer, towards the end, close to Chazak Chazak, the Pasach tells us that when does the Kohen, when does the Roteach Peshogig leave? When the Kohen Gadol dies. kohen gadol He goes back, after the Kohen Gadol dies, the Ratziah goes back. So why dafk is it the Kohen Gadol dying that sends him away? Right? Why is it that? Why is that the halacha? So the Rishonim suggests various ideas. This year we'll review it again for the Rambam. The Rambam in the of says in source number eleven. Why does he go into Galus in the first place? Various reasons given, kapara, Chuva. Also, to help calm the soul of the Gol the relative of the one who was killed. yira ira That he shouldn't constantly see the one that caused the death of his relative. And therefore, what? The as in one line. It's the psychology. Not just that it's the danger that he's going to take revenge. But every time he sees this person... The, the, his, his sister, his brother, his relative is going to be killed again. He's going to feel the same pain because this person is going to remind him of it. And why then? So, why is it until the Kohen Gadol dies, he already alludes to the answer as he asks the question. Why does it go by the person who is the greatest and the most beloved of all Jews when he dies? Because the Goal Hadam will be able to live better with this. Through this, right, we send him away so he's not upset and in the pain every time he sees this relative. But now through the Gadol dying, now the playing field is labeled uh, leveled a little bit differently. Tishko Adam, because it's human nature. Call me Shairu Mifka. If somebody's going through a tough time, if somebody else is also going through the tough time, or even worse, that's nechama. Right, that's Chatsi Nachama when somebody else is going going through it. Right, misery loves company, as the saying goes. Nothing pains the nation more than the Kohen Gadol dying. He was the most beloved. He was the Aranach Kohen, He was the religious leader. So therefore, if everybody is mourning for the Kohen Gadol, then the Gool Adam isn't any worse off than everybody else. So then everybody could send them out because the Goladam Adam is not going to be hurt any more seriously than the case of um, everybody else who's also mourning, right? Misery loves company. Remember that Gemara in Nadarim, Daphnun, the two different versions of the Rabbi Akiva story when he went away to, for 24 years. It's in Subis and it's in Nadarim. But there's one line in Nadarim that doesn't appear in Subis. When, uh, when he first got married and he's lying in the, in the barn with his wife, Daphnun Ahmed Aleph in Nadarim, I'll read it. The Gemara says here, what is he? doing? They're sitting in the barn. They have no money. They were lying on straw. Right, and then uh, what was he was taking out straw from her hair. Amar, like a lushion of uh, right, beloved nature that one is lying in the lap of the other. Right? Romantic. And he says, I'll give it to you in a dream. If I had enough money, I would buy you a uh, a uh, beautiful headpiece with a shal zahavani, the golden Yerushalayim. All of a sudden, El comes to the door, Idmi Lohokanasha. He makes him right, he looks like a poor man, but Kakaria Baba knocks on the door. Amalou he says, Havalipurta, anybody home? Yeah, we're home. Do you have any straw? My wife just had a baby, and we she doesn't even have straw to sit on. Havaliperta the tivna. The yaldis itzi, the lesli midam laguna, I have nothing. Amaluri Kiva turns to his wife and says, See? Khazigavra da filu tivna lo. Islay. See, he doesn't even have straw. Doesn't even have straw. Unbelievable. And he gives her chizik. He gives her chizik to get through that tough situation. But what does that reflect? The same thing that the Goladam here, according to the Rambam. Right, the Goladam is in a terrible state, but the second that everybody else is in a worse state. They lost the Kohen Gadol, so in that way, he feels better and uh, it, is, uh, it is okay. Uh, Rabbi, uh, Pliskin writes, in the next page, based on this Rambam, you know, we have to be so careful in terms of our our actions and how they make people feel and how other people who are going through pain, any type of pain, how do we act with them? And what do we say to them? And we have to make sure that what we're saying is not making things worse. When you personally are in some emotional pain, your suffering is increased by the thought, I'm the only one who suffers. But if we open up our eyes and ears, we'll see everybody has their tsaris. Everybody has their package. This awareness takes away the feeling that you're exceptional. While it's true that the pain hurts even if there are other suffering, it'll help me get through it more if I know others. But he then adds a strong word of caution. When someone's suffering, he usually hates to hear, but so-and-so is suffering more than you, or you're not the only one, right? First, our reaction has to be empathy. Our reaction has to be crying with the person, being with the person, when someone sees you personally feel the pain he's experiencing, it makes the burden lighter. We have to remember never to compare pain, never to compare suffering, never to compare situations that different families and different people are going through. We could be with, that's not the way that we give Nechama, right? By giving Nechama, we give Nechama just by being there and by... um having feelings of vicarious feelings of with the uh, with one in pain and just being with them. Yes, the knowledge of others suffering in pain will help that the person. But that's not how we give Nechama. That's how we And if we're not sure what to say, we don't have to say anything. We could just stand there and be there because that's what life's about. Just being with each other and having that Abba's chinam. Okay, we'll have to stop here. And, and we will continue next time with a new Sefer, Sefer Divarim.